0: Hello everyone and welcome back. We are now in series two of the podcast and series one went really well. Thank you for everyone who took time to listen, to send me messages and also to comment and share all about the podcast and I really hope you have enjoyed um, series one. I'm going to try and do about 10 to 15 episodes a series. I'm going to try and cover, as always, all different types of things with regards to health, fitness and just life in general. So, yeah, I'm really glad. I'm really happy that you tuned in as well. Um, so, yeah, thank you and welcome to series two. Now, I'm going to be kicking series two off, which is kind of, I want to say one for the ladies, but I also think that, you know, men should listen to this as well and may understand things a little bit more so i am coming at you with period talk and when i talk about this i am wanting to cover things like the way our weight can change during a period the way we can our exercise may change and also different types of nutrition so recently i have started studying to do stuff more on hormones on perimenopause and menopause and obviously when we study hormones and stuff like that, period comes into it as a big one. So I wanted to cover these type of things, and just from some research that I've done, just things that may help you. Where if you are training, if you are exercising, if you find that things change around about that time, and as you go through your cycle, and if you like your cycle, you might notice things change, and you know whatever changes happen for you. They should be normal for you and you can always track them. But you know, if you are having any issues that are more of a serious nature, to obviously also seek help from medical professionals. So that's where I wanted to come from. Obviously, I am here to impart some knowledge when it comes to the stuff that I can talk about. So, first of all, despite what you may think or what you have been told or what people just perceive in general, it is okay. To exercise during your period and you can actually get some really good gains now I know I know sometimes it is the last thing you want to do especially if you've got the cramps and especially if you're having a heavy period or you're just not in the mood it can be the last thing you want to do and sometimes that's your body's way of telling you that it is your time to rest but I thought I'd share some bits that may help with your training and also might explain some of the things too of why when you are training, why your body feels a certain way, why you lack energy on sometimes and you have more energy at other times as well. Um, We're not always going to be 100% all the time, are we? You know, we can't always be on top of our game. We can't always be smashing every goal. We just can't always be like that 24-7. But what we can do is tailor our training To our cycles and then help us tune into our body but also help us be a little bit kinder to our body but kinder to ourselves you know i've been there we've all been there where we've gone and had a workout and it hasn't gone the way we've wanted it to go or we felt weak or we haven't felt like our fitness is there and we've beat ourselves up about it and it could be the fact that you were just around but the series where you were round about in the menstrual cycle and we we beat ourselves up about it and we shouldn't be doing that so it's important that no matter to no matter what that we listen to our body but also know that it is okay if we want to to exercise during every part of the cycle so we count day one as like the first day of our period and obviously everything that i'm going to talk about now are all going to be examples and averages you know everyone's period and everyone's cycle is going to be completely different so we're all going to have a longer or shorter menstrual cycle and for the time that we are on our period is going to be different so these are just going to be averages so don't take it's not as red it's not gospel it's just i'm trying to take an average of everything as well so during day one to three you might not feel like exercising so during this time i always say keep in mind to be kind to yourself rest when needed and just move your body in a way that feels good now you know those first couple of days you might have the migraines the headaches which we're obviously also going to talk about you may just not feel like training and that is completely fine and if and if that's the case you know move your body in a way that feels good for you Jordan day 7 to 12 and this is your follicular phase and this is a really good good time for hit especially like long intensity style aerobics training and then Jordan day say 12 to 14 just before and around ovulation there's a surge in oestrogen. So this is a time that sometimes we can go for PBs and we can lift a little bit heavier sometimes on our weight. And this is because oestrogen has a positive effect on muscle growth and strength, which is obviously the female hormone. So around about this time, you may find that you are stronger. You might get a PB if you're lifting weight. You might feel like your energy is a bit more during around this time. And I do notice that with me, because I, I track my cycle now on um now i never always used to but i do now and i've noticed around that time is when i do feel i have got the motivation and the energy to lift and go a little bit further and then as we move on around about day 18 to 20 this is the luteal phase and this can it can come along and the energy can dip a little bit so this is a great time to go for a lighter session you know something with less stress on the body maybe Tuning into your yoga more, your walk and your pilates, or if you're going to do weight stuff, going for more endurance than lifting heavily, because also the body temperature is going to start rising quicker due to progesterone, and therefore you can fatigue a little bit quicker. So you'll notice if you notice it's like if you go to a hot country, don't you, and you're there, they have naps, don't they, because they get hotter and the body temperature is rising a little bit quicker, and that is what during the the cycle, this is due to the progesterone and therefore it can we can fatigue a little bit quicker and you can still lift weights during this time as i said but it's about focusing on decreasing the rate the weight that you're lifting and going for more reps so this is more like endurance training when you're going through this because when the progesterone levels are high it can it increases our temperature but then this makes us hard it makes it harder for us to cool down via sweat from the body so we need to factor this in as well and all these little things that we might not have realized before have come during the, the part of the cycle um and if you ever feel bloated just before this time's gonna start it's it's normally the the high hormone levels that affect the that affect the hormones that regulate fluids within the body but you know saying all this as well if all you want to do during your period is swab rounds and not move then you, you need to do that we can't force our body into doing something that it doesn't want to do and we need we need to tune in and, and this might explain why sometimes you may not have felt like doing stuff and, and and stuff like that and hopefully this explains stuff and then obviously we move on to the food side of things so during the second half of your cycle after ovulation when the levels will increase and then decrease again before your your period with estradiol. It works like an appetite suppressant, so what you eat, when you eat and how much you eat are going to be influenced by all these factors and a few studies have shown that you eat less just before you ovulate than you do at any other point of the menstrual cycle and overall we eat less during the first half when the is in charge than you do during the second half of your cycle so obviously it goes up and down up and down and that luteal phase which is around about as we said before maybe day 14 and that's being a really average we're going to have less of that and this might cause us to so if we've got less of it it's like an appetite suppressant so this might cause us to subconsciously search for more calories as the the effect of that suppressing our appetite is diminished so again research has shown that if you have got a regular cycle you tend to take in more calories during the luteal phase of the cycle so you know it's going to be different for everyone isn't it but the, the great thing is that it's getting stuff in nutrition is like food is medicine at the end of the day and by Eating certain foods and getting certain nutrients into our body, we can help ourselves not just during one part of the cycle but through all. So, great things to eat during menstrual cycle are fill the plate with vegetables and fruit, you know, get your variety and get your healthy fats in. So, we need healthy fats, the body needs fat, it's not something that we should be scared of. So, you're getting your healthy fats in, you've got like your avocado, your eggs, your nuts, your seeds, your coconut oil, all things like that open your protein by upping your protein you're going to keep your blood sugar stable and it's going to also help with cravings as well when we have protein with every meal it, it like it's just, it satisfies the body and it it's good to get those type of things in and it's going to really help with cravings taking a magnesium supplement obviously you can get it from food but we quite often have to supplement with it and this is really going to help with cramps but also help with sleep as well um, wild fish will help with cramps and you'll also get your healthy fats from there dark green leafy veg is always one to go with it helps give us energy but it also helps with our hormones as well any type of citrus fruit oysters broccoli especially if you're having a heavy period and chocolate which is 70 percent plus is great it's got magnesium which helps with cramps sleep, stress and the neurotransmitters from the brain to the muscles sending signals all around. So I mentioned protein before and protein provides amino acids to repair and maintain our hormones, muscles, organs and immune system. And we're aiming for at least 1 to 1.5 grams per kilo of body weight. Um, And trying to have a protein rich breakfast will help improve the stress response on the body as well. The next one's carbs. Now don't turn it off, don't be scared of carbs. They are great for energy and they support the immune system function. So please don't be leaving carbs out. Fibre is really good for our gut bacteria and in turn will then help with the metabolism of oestrogen. So there's a big link between the gut and the hormones, which I'll, I'll do another podcast on. But... If our gut isn't functioning properly, if it isn't helping us absorb the nutrients we want and eliminate the stuff that we don't want, we can end up with excess oestrogen. So if we've got a good gut bacteria and then it's got the good metabolism for oestrogen, we're not storing excess oestrogen and becoming oestrogen dominant. Moving on to fat, it is an important building block for stored hormones, which is our oestrogen and progesterone and your omega-3. It helps reduce inflammation so as i said coconut oil fish nuts and seeds and the things to avoid especially around your periods are sugary foods because they actually increase anxiety salty food and they that plays havoc with bloating and with the gut so if you've got a lot of salty type of food it can really help the water it helps the body retain, retain water and helps us bloat and of course alcohol as always and in the the second half of our cycle progesterone is a dominant hormone and it's thought that these the effects of progesterone that is that a stimulates stimulate your appetite so obviously before we had oestrogen, which suppresses it they stimulate it so your elevated progesterone level is also re- responsible for other things as well like the sim- the pms symptoms the bloating the constipation the breast tenderness and things like that so between the decreasing appetite of the oestrogen and then the appetite stimulating effect of progesterone, we've got some challenging I ha- ha- hurdles to come over really. And from the very start of your period until your ovulation, you've got about two weeks there where your hormones are actually on your side, you know, your estrogen levels are up, progesterone is down, and this is a really good time to start getting into a good Um, healthy eating and exercise routine and if you can get yourself into a good routine during these two weeks any challenges that you face in the later half of your cycle it's really going to help with and as i said before the challenge really starts when you hit that luteal phase that second part but now hopefully that you understand why and that your body will turn simple carbs and sugary foods help boost your mood so here's here are just some things that you can do On that second part, so be kind to yourself. You know, slip ups are going to happen. Remember, just because you had a few cookies or some something sugary or something to help make you feel good, it doesn't mean that you can't get back onto the track that you were on before. Getting yourself moving, you know, regular exercise, especially during this second phase, is going to help with any appetite control, especially if you just tend to be to be snacking. And you want to do something that's mood boosting that is anxiety blasting so maybe doing some yoga poses maybe moving your body in a way that feels good there's nothing the matter with snacking but sometimes we subconsciously do it because of how we're feeling because of our hormones and substituting your snacks you know trying something a little bit different dark chocolate is amazing it has serotonin boosting powers as well as all the other benefits made before so you know having a few squares of dark chocolate will really help have a cup of tea especially a cup of herbal tea it helps to calm the mind and it's quite a relaxing ritual of sipping a hot cup of tea and you can also benefit by choosing teas that have that mood boosting property as well and you know head to bed if you're having a particularly rough day and you're really struggling sleep is extremely healing for the body and it helps us reduce the stress hormone cortisol which can sabotage our mood and our diet as well so you know that everything is playing a massive role and I'm only skimming the surface with everything here I'm just not going to go too much into everything but the last thing I wanted to cover was the weight change during your period so you are going to notice and we all have the way our weight can change and you know once we understand that this is to do with all the hormones and that we can be a little bit kinder to ourselves and stop blaming ourselves for everything that's going on so about a week before your period it's typical to start experiencing all the signs so you know you've got tender breasts your mood starts to change and on top of all you start to feel like you're gaining weight you feel a little bit heavier you're more bloated and sometimes this just feeling that way is totally normal but most of that weight gain that you're feeling is actually going to be water weight and it's only going to be temporary. You know, an average adult has weight fluctuations of up to five pounds in a single day. So I think it's safe to say that weight changes within that range can be quite normal. But again, everyone's different. What is normal for me is not going to be normal for you. So the female sex hormone, estrogen, which we've mentioned a lot, peaks during the latter part of the cycle, just right before your period. And high levels of it can... Indirectly lead to your body to retain fluids, making you feel bloated and potentially causing you to gain a few pounds of water weight. The good news is, obviously, as we start your per- as we start our period, estrogen levels will drop, so you'll feel some relief. But that's just in time for them lovely cramps to kick in, isn't it? Progesterone levels spike in the second half of your cycle, and that leads to water retention, breast tenderness, and sometimes water weight. But then again, you don't need to worry about any long-term weight gain solely due to changes that just temporarily happen around around the period and remember with the period weight gain you're not gaining actual body fat it's mostly water weight and then and that's down to the hormones but you still might might not feel like waiting around five to seven days for your period to end before your body feels like it's normal again so there's a few things that you can do to help minimize this that period puffiness and i know i definitely can feel it and if you don't track your cycle you'll you'll know and if you don't i'd I'd, I'd really advise doing it because you will learn so much more about your body so the big tips are to get in more water drink tons of water and about roughly two to three liters a day if not more it helps flush out the system staying hydrated actually helps combat combat fluid retention even though that seems counterintuitive it actually does Getting moving if you can stick into an exercise routine despite of any fatigue or cramps or just changing up you know thirty minutes a daily exercise a day a good mix between some weights some cardio it's going to help release endorphins and it's going to combat those hormonal effects of the period. Consider taking some supplements so maybe a vitamin D, a magnesium, and a zinc. They can all help reduce bloating, as well as other symptoms, and just in general, you know, vitamin D is a great anti-inflammatory. We don't get enough of it in the UK so supplement with the vitamin D. You've got your magnesium and your zinc. They're going to help with sleep, with cramps and also with the bloating as well. Getting the more magnesium into your diet. It decreases bloating by contributing to the production of normal stomach acid. And when stomach acid is low, there is increased bloating and gas. So uptake into your magnesium. You can take it as a supplement or getting more magnesium rich foods into your diet, the likes of spinach. But... I do sometimes, I always take a supplement before bed. It just it just helps me sleep early. And then avoid eating too much salt. As I said before, salt is going to contribute to fluid retention because it attracts water. So salt could be another, another culprit contributing to your bloating. So monitor your salt intake and it might help alleviate it. And then other than that you know as I always say if it's a time of the month is that not just a perfect excuse to wear your biggie your big nice comfy jumper or flowy dress or just something that you're comfortable in. But remember there's no problem with weight gain and don't compare your cycle to anyone else's. Now obviously this was periods in 20 minutes And I do hope it's been helpful. I tried not to make it too sciencey when I've done all my research. But I do think that we need to tune in and listen to our bodies a bit more. We need to listen to what's going on. We need to adapt our training. We need to adapt our food. And we need to stop beating ourselves up and stop blaming ourselves for everything that's going on. And just realise that all these things that we're feeling are just normal and we're all going to go through them. But the more we can tune into our body the more we can track it the more that we know what's going on the more that we can deal with it and the more that we can put things in place to help ourselves and it's not about just saying oh well that's just because of that and that's just because of that it's nice to listen to your body it's nice to be able to tune into it and it's nice to be able to do things that make your body feel good instead of fighting against your body it's about fighting with your body and doing things that make you feel good so i hope this has been helpful i hope that you have enjoyed it and i hope that it's a good way to start series one and as i said everyone should listen to it men should listen to it because it's nice to know about the women in your life and um i just think it's really important and now that i've started researching this there's going to be a lot more of this coming from me i mean it might not be your thing i'm doing a lot of work with perimenopause menopause and learning all about this stuff so going forward anyone who i train or i'm going to be tuning in to these type of things because i do think it's really important so please as always, let me know your feedback. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've loved being back doing it. I love to talk, as I'm sure you're aware. Um, I've loved being back doing the podcast. And please don't forget to keep you know, answering any comments and getting in touch of things that you want me to cover and things that you want me to talk to, talk about. So remember, to, if you are on Apple, to subscribe leave a rating and a review I really appreciate it and in the description there's all the ways you can get in touch with me so please get in touch and let me know what you thought of the episode if there's anything I can help with if you need some help with training Jordan that time or you just want to ask any questions but thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week